Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast with Dan Sullivan. Dan, I'm excited because today we're going to talk about something that came up in the workshop that I was in that was really a breakthrough for so many people in terms of how to get ideas into motion and how to not get stopped when we're presented with an amazing new idea, but sometimes we just get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So... Talk about the things that came out of that conversation and what the breakthrough was. What we're talking about here is a little diagram that I did right at the beginning of a workshop. Just put it up on one of my smart boards. And what I illustrated was an entrepreneur getting a big idea. And I just pictured that as a big star with light rays coming out of it. I had the entrepreneur going on a path, and then the path forked out, had two branches, an upper branch and a lower branch. little background here, Shannon. Dean Jackson and I have been doing a podcast since the middle of 2016 called The Joy of Procrastination. <laughs> and, you know, it's a funny title, and it's an intriguing title because I've never met anyone who doesn't procrastinate about something in particular situation. But what we discovered is that one of the main causes for procrastination in entrepreneurs is that you'll be really emotionally engaged with a new possibility or a new idea. Then you find yourself procrastinating. And we found from examining our experience and the experience of everyone we know, that the reason why you procrastinate is you ask the wrong question after you see the new idea. Oh, I love that. So, Dan, that's a really exciting idea that there's actually a solution to the procrastination problem that so many people experience. So what's the wrong question that we're asking? Well, typically, and I use my own experience, what I would always do is say, oh, this new thing, this is really exciting. I really want that. How do I do that? And that's the wrong question. Wow. So how is the wrong question? How is the wrong question? Because if you ask yourself the question how, you picture yourself actually achieving this new result. But since it's a bigger and better result than you have right now, you don't have the capability to actually get this new result. So instead of asking the question how, you ask the question who. Ooh, much better question. So what does the who allow you to do differently than the how? Well, what I'm saying is... This result, we have to achieve this. We have to achieve this. Not I have to achieve this, but we have to achieve this. That immediately says, well, I probably have some of the capability necessary, but I already know what that capability is. So I don't have to say, how am I going to proceed here? But most of the capabilities that are needed for the new result are actually other people's capability. So by bypassing how, I'm saying I'm just going to identify the who's, plural, uh, <laughs> who are going to be part of the team that are going to achieve this new result. Or maybe it's just one person and all I have to do is talk to this person and the person can produce the result. Maybe there's already existing capabilities out in the world that achieve this kind of result just as a matter of course. And all I have to do is put together a really good communication to the targeted who's and just say, I would like this bigger result and explain to them uh, what my purpose is. So it's impact filter territory. 
And all of a sudden, I'm very, very excited, and I don't get bogged down. And there's no complexity to it because I've just simplified. Yes, I want this new, bigger result. Now, I'm looking around at all my resources, and I'm just going to write down a little game plan and get it to all the right people, and we're off and running. And it may be that the only thing required of me as the entrepreneur to get to this much bigger and better result is a half hour of writing up an impact filter and then sending it to all the people whose capabilities are really appropriate for the new result. And we're off and running. I'm very energized by that. It doesn't involve any more complexity for me. Actually, the communication just simplifies things for me. And my role in getting this bigger and better result is simply to establish it as a project. And then other people's capabilities can actually achieve it. This is really exciting. It's like you've just cracked the code of solving the procrastination problem for so many entrepreneurs. And there was a lot of excitement in the workshop that I was in, and I heard about it from future ones. So talk about how anyone who heard this, how did they respond? Well, it's interesting because I took about five minutes at the beginning of the workshop, and then we went into the normal activities of the workshop. But right Off the bat, hour after hour, uh, I had about 50 people in the workshop, 50 entrepreneurs, and every time they were talking, they say, you know, that diagram, that who, not how, that's the concept that we're establishing here, it's who, not how, and people kept talking about it all through the day, and then I always have a wrap-up at the end of the day where I go around and ask each person in the workshop, what's the real takeaway for you? And they says that diagram, that that just solves so many problems for me. I, I see myself so bogged down where I'm trying to do the how, and all I have to do is switch to giving a clear framework and a project that'll attract all the right who's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a real mindset shift cool. then for people, because I think a lot of us, especially entrepreneurs who often start up being what we call rugged individualists, the how is so much that they're focused on and they become really capable. And, and this is very true of team members too, as from my experience. We're so focused on the how. It is a big shift to get not being about you. And I liked your point, Dan, about we already know what our own capabilities are. And if we were capable of doing all that, we would have done it already. Yeah. And so all of a sudden the mindset shift is, okay, who are the who's out there? Reminds me of Dr. Seuss and Whoville. <laughs> but it's who are the people out there with the resources and the capabilities, and they know the hows, and we don't have to. So all of that complexity fades away. What are some things that people can do to, seems to me there's a few key mindsets or even skills needed in order to actually put this into action. So what do people need to do differently to really focus in on the who's? Well, you know, in coach terms, the number one thing is that the entrepreneur is really clear about his or her unique ability. Then you get the profiles of the unique abilities of everybody who's in your organization But what I'm going to suggest is that this leads you naturally to maximizing the unique abilities that you have available inside your organization, but then you begin looking for capabilities outside your organization. And that means that the marketplace becomes a source of capabilities that can achieve things. And all you have to do is establish collaboration 
So I call it teamwork inside of your organization when you're accessing other unique abilities. Outside the organization, I call it collaboration. It just expands what you're capable of doing. I'll give you an example. We have a fantastic client from South Carolina by the name of Norm Dunnigan. And Norm has created this amazing self-serving pub, a beer pub. It's all electronic. You walk in, and it's got 40 electronic beer dispensers. They're all on the four walls of the pub, and he's had it for about six months, and it's just been dynamite. He's so excited about this. This was just an idea that he had, and then he just identified all the who's who could help him actually create this, and they put the whole thing together. I think eight months, start to finish, they were serving drinks at the eight-month mark. And now he's saying, gee, he says, this is a fantastic idea. This could go national. And all of a sudden, he's confronted with the hows of going national. And I said, you didn't do the hows when you created the first one, so why would you do the hows when you're creating 100 of them? You know, and I just asked him the question, well, what would it take to have 100 of these across the United States in this case? I said, there's somebody out there who is a master at taking an idea like this and just scaling it really, really fast. And he just got so excited because he was bogged down. He was bogged down in the how of doing it. He's never done anything on a national basis. I said, there are people whose skills are taking a local solution and making it national. You just have to find a who who would be as excited about your idea as you're excited about that idea. So create a project where you're going to attract a who who will now take this idea. And he's got it all patented and everything. He owns the idea. He owns the design. Now he just has to find another capability in the marketplace that entrepreneurial, obviously, who will take the idea bigger. And so what it does is the not asking yourself how when you get a new idea, but replacing it with who saves you from procrastinating, saves you from complexity, saves you from being dragged out of your unique ability into areas that are really frustrating and they de-energize you. So this is a huge concept for us. You know, I wish I had known this 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) True. We might be much further ahead than we are. But the reason why this idea has come up now is because of everything that we've done over the last 30 years. Exactly, exactly. The other thing is, not only does it get you out of that current procrastination, but I get the sense that so many bigger possibilities open up. When we don't have to get bogged down in the how and we can focus on the who, national doesn't look quite so scary. And I think about all of a sudden, if I can just focus on building up my capability network, which is a term I made up today, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden my future is so much bigger. Because I know for me, my own personal thinking, my thinking is based on my capabilities. I know what they are, and I will plan and forecast and set goals around those capabilities. But when I start thinking bigger and I include everyone else's capabilities around Mm -hmm. me, and I focus on what are simply the skills I need to be a great collaborator, all of a sudden sky's the limit. 
there's no end to what's possible. Yeah, I think that's the point. And, you know, going back to the original definition of entrepreneurism that I take from the author in 1804, this is Jean-Baptiste Say, a French economist, said that an entrepreneur is someone who takes resources from a lower level of productivity to a higher level of productivity. So what we've just laid out is a three-step. First of all, know what your own resources are personally. That's your unique ability. And get clear about that. And then inside your organization, surround yourself with a capability network using your term here, Shannon, that's stage two, where projects that are fully possible inside your own organization, then you become the person who identifies the project, and then you find out the who's among your team members who can actually complete the project. So that's stage number two. But there are much bigger things that you could accomplish in the marketplace if you extend that same principle Outside, you have great unique abilities. You have a great unique ability team. It's a self-managing company. And with that self-managing company, now what you can do is look for the who's that your self-managing company can collaborate to go much, much larger. And so it's a three-part process. And we're seeing this. I mean, this is really the future of the strategic coach program is to have you be great about your unique ability, stay inside of it, have your team add all sorts of other unique abilities and your company stays inside of its unique ability. And then you can go much bigger by finding collaborators, other entrepreneurial innovators in the marketplace where you can then collaborate and you can go even much bigger with national and global ideas. This is very, very exciting, Dan. Thank you so much. And I have the sense of this great abundance of incredible capabilities, especially in our very interconnected networked world that we live in right now. So abundance is the name of the game. I love it. Yeah. And we've inserted, you know, as part of this podcast, just to download the diagram that actually got everybody so excited. So you can just hit the link related to this podcast. And the moment you see the diagram, you'll understand why it's a real breakthrough idea. Perfect. I love it. So everyone remember who, not how, will be the secret to overcoming any kind of procrastination, especially on your big, exciting ideas. Thank you very much, Dan. Thanks, Shannon. Great. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please make sure you subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on the Inside Strategic Coach Podcast. 